Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. Once again, we want to thank Jesus for night prayers. He never disappoints us. Hallelujah. For some people, today is a continuation of night prayers. Uh, What you did not get, if your heart is open, if you know you serve a loving Father, and He's in our midst, it does not have to be Friday night. It can be Sunday morning. Glory to Jesus. Pastor sends her appreciation for those who were able to join 50-50. Amen. I believe that marriages are better now. I believe that men are doing more now. (laughs) Hallelujah. And the women are respecting their husbands. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. Prepared blessings, part one. Prepared blessings. Please come ready to give Jesus praise on Thursday. Come with your dancing shoes. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. We're going to be dancing like you've never danced before. Uh, Like David danced, but not with the other things David did. Amen. Make sure your outfit is well secured. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Hmm. May God send grateful people to you. There are times when it might look as if your life is not making a difference. But a lot of it is because there are no grateful people around. You see, but when God sends grateful people, you realize that you are actually making a massive difference. It's just that most people don't say anything. Gratitude in marriages, gratitude in ministry, gratitude at work. Even gratitude to God. It's very important that we allow Jesus to let love flow from us to everybody around us. I've always wondered why those who hate us are more active than those who love us. And I'm sure you have wondered the same too. It seems as if enemies are more more inspired on a daily basis than those who love. It's like those who love wait for Thanksgiving Day and they say, now check, wait, I'll see you again next year. Especially when the Holy Ghost is moving you to show gratitude. I'm referring to the testimony we heard at night prayers of our sister. You don't know what people are going through. You see, many times discouragement is a spirit. It's an attack from the pit of hell. Where suddenly a person just feels like they they are not appreciated at all. But it's not real. In most cases, it's not real. But they just feel that way. And then you, wherever you are, you're just being led suddenly to just show love to someone. Don't rationalize it. Don't ration your way out of it. 
Prevention is better than cure. There are many people in our environments that, that ought to be extremely healthy emotionally if we gave the love that God put in our hearts to give to them. I said this a few months ago. The Lord Jesus appeared to me and um, in a ball of light and he just came and then he said, love is a defense in spiritual warfare. And he just left. And for me, I understand that to mean that, you see, there are some things fasting and prayer will achieve. Uh, but there are some things only love can achieve. Please, let's make sure we are not hoarding love. Let's be distributors of the love of God. That is how people would know that we are actually children of God. And there's no way you be in this ministry if you are obedient, that you not have said to someone, I love you. Because we do it quite often, amen. Yeah. You don't murmur it. Oh. You, <laughs> you, you say it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. And that thanksgiving also extends to God. Some people don't know that God gets angry. <laughs> Maybe everybody knows that. Numbers 11 verse 1. <laughs> now when the people complained, it displeased God. For the Lord heard it. And his anger was aroused. Check this out. So the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some in the outskirts of the camp. Then the people cried out to Moses. They know how to cry. They know how to cry, but they don't know how to say thank you. <laughs> you know, if we truly have an understanding of goodness, we will not have any room for complaining. If, if, if we realize that what God did just yesterday alone, we need a whole year to thank him for it. I don't mean Friday night prayers. I mean yesterday, Saturday. Then, then if we realize that what he's doing today would need another year at least to thank him for it. There will be no room for complaining. They cried. They know how to complain. They you would think that after Moses prayed for them, they will go back to Moses to say thank you. But there was no record of that. No, absolutely no record. Then the people cried out to Moses. It will shock you to know some left night prayers went home complaining. It will shock you to know that some people, their Saturday was filled with complaining. It, it will shock you to, you know, even the fact, if God did not even touch you at all, that you are in a place where God touched somebody, that's hope for you. Imagine the hopelessness to know that after everything, God, nobody was touched at all. You know, when the prophets of Baal were trying to call on their God, they were flogging each other, they were cutting each other, nothing happened. Blood was flowing, nothing happened. You see, this thing of complaining must be put, we must, we must put an end to it. 
We must put an end to it completely. Now, 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 leave anybody to do whatever they want to do. I'm talking to you personally, not your whole family, not your whole friend, not your whole group, but you personally. When I hear some people say, oh, you know, look at what's happening in the world. Almost as if God is dead. I don't join them because that's complaining. I would rather stay on the testimonies I am hearing, what Jesus is doing, because that is still complaining. I can't be joining people to say the devil is winning. No. No. If it was just a wrist that Jesus healed, that was one person whose pain has reduced drastically. Do you know what it's like to be in pain? And not have to take medication and take morphines and all those things. I mean, (laughs) and then Moses prayed to the Lord and the fire was quenched. And the people just moved on. As if nothing happened. Yet fathers were saved, mothers were saved, children were saved. They just moved on. Next to the ne- on to the next thing that they'll complain about. It's a culture of complainers. Those types of people can never have the presence of God. God is too important to be around people who complain. Those who forget good but remember bad. Even you and I, I can never be close to a complainer. It's impossible. Because any anointing that came from God would not allow you to bond with people who complain deeply. So he called the name of the place Tabera. Because the fire of the Lord had burned among them. (laughs) This is another set of complaining now. Verse 4. Now, the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving. So the children of Israel also wept again (laughs) and said, Who will give us meat to eat? And then another series of complaining began. We need to look at the mirror today and ask ourselves, "Am Am I a chronic complainer? How can God heal you in January? And of something that doctors could not do anything about. And then by July, you are found complaining. But you know it is possible. It it is possible to forget good. Because we must be intentional about remembering what God is doing. It must be intentional. It must be intentional. If it's not intentional, you you find yourself in such a place. Do you know that God mandated celebration in the law? The Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of this, the Feast of that, mandated. is to show you how important God even wants us to celebrate. How can God mandate people to gather and eat? And then they need to go to the gym later. Amen. <laughs> it's to show you how important gratitude, thanksgiving is. Not just from the top of your lips. Because the, 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 the worship leader is saying, come on, praise God. Praise God. And you look around you like, okay, let me just praise God. I lift my hands 
to you, Lord. You're all that matters. You don't matter. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure people don't think I am an unbeliever. <laughs> Amen. So they wept again. And look at what they said. Who will give us meat to eat? I've realized that the core of complainers is always seeing what they don't have. If what you don't have is what is primary on your mind, you have PhD in complaining. If what you don't have is what you are way more aware of, what your wife does not have, what your husband does not have, should I keep on going? <laughs> you know, it's like the 80-20 rule. You don't see the, 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 the 80. In fact, you've ignored the 80. And you hold on to the 20. And you jump out of 80 and go to 20. Only to realize that you've left 80 behind. God forbid. A heart of gratitude can only be stimulated by focusing on good. Focusing on good. Make it an obsession. Make it an obsession. It's called being optimistic. Make it an obsession. The Holy Ghost is optimistic. <laughs> if you're a pessimist and you wear that as a badge of honor, you think it's a personality trait or it's a channel of grace. <laughs> no, it's a channel of what? Disgrace. Because God would never be close to people who complain a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I've, I've used this example before. Imagine spending your money to throw a surprise for a friend. Surprise birthday. And everything was put in place. And you paid for it. And the friend came in. Wow, hey. And then tasted the drink and said, wow, it's not even sweet. <laughs> you see, after doing all that, no, no amount of criticism. Let me rephrase that. After doing all that, there should be absolutely no criticism at all. Absolutely none at all. If you even say a rat running, you just ignore it and just focus on the fact that, wow, you threw this surprise birthday for me? Those who hold on to good is not a gift of the Spirit. It, 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 it is discipline. It is discipline. There's no relationship that can be healthy if you focus on bad. What I did to you two years ago, uh, last, last, last week, this is the anniversary. <laughs> this is the anniversary. <laughs> no. Love covers a multitude of sins. God knows what he didn't do. I don't have to remind him. He knows what he didn't do. So when I come to him to thank him for what he did, and he's wondering, but this boy knows what I didn't do. And I also, God, I know what I didn't do. <laughs> so I'll do what I knew I didn't do. But he's not telling me I didn't do. 
Glory to God. Tell your neighbor, be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. <sighs> that I need healing and I didn't get it at night prayers. But somebody else was healed. I have hope. I have hope. Ah, I have hope. I'm in a place where God heals. That's hope. <laughs> that is hope. Prepared blessings. Prepared blessings. Luke chapter 14 verse 15. Now when one of those who sat at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Then he said to him, A certain man gave a great supper and invited many and sent his servant at supper time to say to those who were invited, Come, for all things are now ready. This is what happened in Genesis chapter 1. We understand by the story of creation that we were in God. And when we get born again, we come back into God. God made us in his own image. But we didn't come out to become flesh until everything we needed was made available. The Bible says he has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. All things that pertains to life and godliness. One of the ways to enter into those prepared blessings is thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a, is a, it's a, it's a, it's a powerful weapon in the hands of a person who would keep enjoying overflow. Thanksgiving. In some cultures, they were good enough to, to ingrain it, to, to, to drill it in. But some didn't mention it at all. In fact, some cultures, they, 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 they encourage a person not to be thankful. I've not seen a heart that cannot be opened up by genuine thanksgiving. Continuously genuine thanksgiving. I've not seen. Now, some hearts are as tough as a rock, but uh, so it might take a while. But I've not seen a heart that will not eventually be opened by thanksgiving. Do you know sometimes people will be switching between talking about people and then talking about God? Sometimes people are, they are feeling discouraged that their life is not making meaning. It's not, it's not adding any value. Then when you come and say, oh my goodness, thank you for this, thank you for that. And it revives their spirit. Then you are, you are next in line to be blessed by them. So what are some prepared blessings? Number one, the blessings of a name. A name is a package of prepared blessings. Isaiah chapter 62 and verse 2. The Gentiles shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord will name. When you meet someone, you are trying to wonder, you are waiting to ask, what is your name? It, it, would, it would usher you into a world of revelation about who that person is. 
What is your name? What's the force about a name? No, no, no. There's, there's a lot of force about a name. There should be. Don't just close your eyes, wake up, and, and because you, you gave birth to a child close to a speaker, you call the child speaker. <laughs> and if the child talks a lot, the, the, middle, the first name is loud, then the, the middle name is speaker. So it's loudspeaker. And then plus your last name. <laughs> Amen. You can't give birth to a child and pick up a map and look and say, you are, you are not. You are not, and then you are west. <laughs> And then another one south, and then east. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and there's Elon Musk and the other lady. We can't even pronounce the name. It's like it's like a. <laughs> Which the mouth of the Lord will name. Please listen to this. There is a name for every experience. There is a name given for every experience we enter into in God. <laughs> Revelation chapter 19 verse 12. Let's start from Philippians 2.9. Philippians 2.9. There is a name for every experience or level in the spirit that is opened up to us. There's a time where you, you, you should be bearing Jacob. And there's a time where Jacob has ended. Israel ought to start. And there are times where you carry multiple names. Like we'll see with Christ shortly. If I ask you now, how many names does Jesus have? How many names? Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that are the name of Jesus. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him. When did he do that? When he died on the cross. Yet, when he was on the earth, he was already bearing Jesus. Yet, after he died, the Bible says God added more grace to that name. So things the name could not do before, you were just answering Jesus. But now things are also answering to Jesus. Where you get to a level where, because of, of purity and the prosperity that's come from God, people now add your name in prayer. The God of this. Or God bless me like this. Because this has become an embodiment of that word becoming flesh. Humble as this, wise as this, rich as this, blessed as this, protected as this. Grace being added into a name. A name is a bundle of prepared blessings. And when God wants to bless a person, sometimes he just gives them a name. So the announcement of a name is not a is not child's play. It, it is not a wasted activity. No, 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 no. The, the Bible says, the demon said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. I know that name. You don't need to add any middle name, last name. You just mentioned Paul. I know in the spirit who you are referring to. Because that name carries distinction. Prepared blessings. 
Revelation chapter 19, verse 12. Revelation 19, 12. His eyes were like a flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns, many crowns, many names, many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. <laughs> so Jesus, he can give. Emmanuel, he can give. Prince of Peace, he can give. I mean, we can know that's the name. But there was another name that nobody could know. Remember when the angel appeared to the man. He said, tell me, what is your name? He says, no, 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 I can't tell you, for it is wonderful. I cannot tell you that name. I cannot tell you that name. Hallelujah. I can't tell you that name. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. A name above every other name. His eyes were like a flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. Glory to God. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood. Listen to this. And his name is called the word of God. So another name called the word of God. <laughs> and the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. That's with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of the almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his tie a name written, <laughs> King of Kings. And Lord of Lords. Names everywhere. An embodiment of names. Because names carry prepared blessings. Hmm. Names carry prepared blessings. Matthew chapter 1 verse 20. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. It is a blessing from God when we know the name of a thing. The land shall be called Peniel. You can get to the land and not know the name. It will not answer. Or you give it a different name. It will not answer. When we went, we're going about trusting Jesus for the place. And the, 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 the realtor took us there. He was explaining to us, he said... It's in Strathcona County. Strathcona County is, the, is one of the richest, if not the richest county in the whole of Canada. He 
You see, they, 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 and, and I heard the stats I didn't know before, that even Strathcona County is at the center of Alberta. This place is the center of Edmonton. That is the center of Alberta. It is not enough to be given a thing. We must know the name of the thing. It is not enough to be taken to a place. We must know the name of a place. When you look at the, the greats of old, the fathers of old, they gave names to things. They gave names to places. You don't own it if you don't know the name. Watching a documentary yesterday with my wife, and, and there's, uh, I mean, it's, it's not really, really breaking news, but it's still breaking for some people. Amen. That China released a brand new map and they just claimed people's territories. <laughs> Even Russia is their friend, but they took some of Russia's land and they gave it a different name. And people are lodging complaints. China, what's wrong with you? Say, no, don't worry about that. It's just, just a map. <laughs> Amen. How can I give your car a name and, and register it in my name? And you say, ah, what's this? He said, no, it's just a registration. Don't worry. You're the one driving the car, so. <laughs> Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in eyes of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and he shall call his name Jesus. Years must be given names. Seasons have names. This is the year of abundant life. That is the will of God and he has given it a name. You can give yours another name, just pick up a name from the sky, that's up to you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but this is what he has said. So, so when God made animals, he had to call Adam to say, now give them names. Because this creation is not complete until there is a name. Until there is a name. Prepared blessings. So when God comes and gives something a name, don't take it for granted. The name is part of the blessing. Don't allow anybody to give you a name that God has not given you. Shorty is not a name from God. <laughs> hey, Shorty, it's not a name. And yet you're trusting God to be taller. <laughs> Glory to God. It's not a name from God. So you cast, I rebuke every shorty spirit <laughs> in the name of Jesus. I used to be called short man. I rejected the name and I said green taller. <laughs> Amen. Amen. In this same passage, you see two names. For he will save his people from their sins. That's why he will be called Jesus, the Christ. That's the reason for that name. Then so, all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. I'm still reading Matthew chapter 1. Saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Whoo, glory. 
one of the best names ever. <laughs> Amen. Uh, instead of I, it should be E. E, man. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> which is translated, God is with us. In this same passage, we see the name that meant he was going to die for people's sins. In the same passage, we saw another name that meant that wherever he was, you know God was there. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So names are there to signify the blessings that God has given to us. And we go, we've gone over these things over and over again. And we'll continue to do that because some of us are carrying names God never gave us. We are carrying destinies that God never gave to us. You can't downplay the essence of a name and expect to be elevated. It cannot happen. The name is a part of the package. So as we begin to grow in God, these are some of the things we must validate. I know they've been calling you this name for 52 years, but is that your name? So in Genesis chapter 32, Jacob had an encounter with God through the angel. And, and he was wrestling and wrestling. Let, let's, let's go there. Genesis 32 verse 26. Genesis 32 and verse 26. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said, what's your name? Because why are you talking about blessing? The one I know in heaven is already blessed. Why, 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 are, you, why are you talking about bless me, bless me? <laughs> it's like you sent a million dollars to someone and they are texting you to help them with house rent. And you're, and you're like, confirm your email address. <laughs> please, please confirm. <laughs> because I sent an e-transfer. Confirm your email address. He says, bless me, bless me, bless me. And he said, what is your name? What is your name? Because the, the, the person that I, I know in heaven is already a blessed man. Say the name is Jacob. Say, ah, that's your problem. That's your problem. See, your name is not Jacob. It's like, it's like you go to the right website, you put the right link, but you put the wrong password. Your name is not Jacob. Your name is not Jacob. It's not Jacob, but Israel. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. So, so my question to you is, when did the angel bless him? He didn't have to say, you are blessed. He just gave him his right name. And the blessing now began because already he was blessed. He was already blessed. He was already blessed. So there are people struggling that ought not to struggle. You are standing at the right door. You are the right person, but you have the right, the wrong code. You are, you are, you are, you, you, the, the name you carry is not what heaven has sent a blessing to. It's a different person. Just change the name and, and, and doors began to open. Prepared blessings. Prepared blessings. Prepared blessings. Abraham struggled. Jacob struggled. 
But Isaac did not struggle. He was the only one who they didn't have to change his name. Because Abraham had learned and he gave Isaac the right name. But somehow Isaac missed it with Jacob and gave him that name. Or maybe it was the wife that gave him the name because the wife was, uh, was giving manipulator. Amen. <laughs> it's in the Bible. I'm not attacking it's in the Bible. <laughs> no struggles. No struggles. Prepared blessings. Prepared blessings. And your name is not just what is on your birth certificate. No. As you enter dimensions in God, names are given. This is the main essence of what we're speaking about this morning in this service. As you enter new dimensions with God, just like Christ, names are given. I've had all kinds of encounters in person, in the spirit, attached with names. And there are times where we approach God, we must come with the name that matches the dimension that's been given to us. So when the angel appeared to Mary, blessed and highly favored was what he called her. When the angel appeared to Gideon, the names, O mighty man of valor. Those are dimensions. And sometimes all we need to know is, what is my name? And suddenly, struggles come to an end. Another example of prepared blessings, or another place of prepared blessings are lands. Lands. A name can carry prepared blessings. Also, a land can also carry prepared blessings. And I believe this is very easy to understand. You can't tell me a land with oil in it is the same value as a land with water in it. Look at what a prepared land turned Saudi Arabia to, turned Dubai to, turned all these nations to. Unfortunately, it's not the same for some other countries. <laughs> Exodus chapter 3 verse 17. And I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to a land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the and the, and the, and the, to a land flame with milk and honey. There are many sites, amen. <laughs> so there are lands that have prepared blessings, flowing with milk and honey. Obviously not literally, but it's just telling you that it's, it's very abundant. It's an abundant land. And Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 1, I go to prepare a place for you. So there are places that are prepared. So when we're looking for, while we're at the yellow bird, looking for this place, I guess, going to different places, you say, no, no, no. And we came here, he says, yes, this is the place. Now, the question that I would have as a researcher is, why is this the place? Is it because God was just doing many, many, many more, father has a donkey? <laughs> is, is that the reason why? No. There are, <laughs> there are things 
that he has put in this place. That has made it the place for us to thrive and to be able to operate in, a, in an unhindered manner. You don't just go anywhere. You know, is this day and age you find Christians that just feel like they can do anything they want to do is lawlessness and still expect to get the right results. Consult God. No, no need. Job offer. Accept it. Go. And they go there and they struggle and they blame God. And God is wondering, sorry, are you working? <laughs> because I'm not aware you have a job. <laughs> I'm not aware where you are because there was no consultation. Just everything is assumptions. Cross. You are studying. God's hand is not there. You never open your mouth to talk to him about it other than complain. He's not aware of the job. He's not aware that you're married. He's not aware you have children. He's not, he's not, he's not even aware you're in Canada. In my father's house are many mansions. You see, I, I, I was once inquiring many years ago, why don't people accept the gospel? It doesn't make sense. How will you say it, it's a big bang that created the one? <laughs> and the Lord said to me, son, they just don't want to allow anybody to lead them. Because the moment you acknowledge that there is a God, the next thing is, why are you not serving that God? So the easiest thing to do is to act dumb and act as if you don't know there's God. How can you, as a brilliant scientist, it's because they want to do their own thing. They want to follow their own heart. So they pretend as if God has not spoken. Yet if they see a, 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 an insect in their house, they will shout, Jesus. It happened to me literally in the elevator. A particular guy who used to deny there's no God and da 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 went in the elevator and it, it, the thing just shook a bit. He said, Jesus. I said, ah. <laughs> so, so indeed there is a God. Amen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I go to prepare a place for you. So one of the things that happens that to purify people is that God leads them to the place he has prepared for them. He leads them to the place, to the church he has prepared for them. He leads them to the job he has prepared for them. He leads them to the spouse he has prepared for them. No matter how you are, there's somebody God has created to accommodate you. <laughs> No, no matter how, no matter how you are, there's somebody that sees that as cute. <laughs> no. I heard a woman say her husband doesn't eat stale food, only fresh food that is made on that day. And <laughs> in Canada, in Canada. And then I truly realized that this is true. There's somebody, and she was excited about it because she likes to cook every day. So God gave her a man that wants fresh food every day. What a wonderful combination. <laughs> Amen. So when you say as a man, me, I like fresh food every day, and the woman's face is, is squeezed. 
you might understand that she might not be the prepared blessing. <laughs> Glory to God. Prepared, she was happy about it. She was like, yeah, you know, I don't mind. I said, you don't mind? <laughs> Truly, <laughs> you, are, you are unique. <laughs> Amen. And where I go, you know, and where and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way to the prepared place. I am the truth to let you know the prepared place. I am the life in that prepared place. No one comes to the Father who is the prepared place except through me. So when we walk in purity, we are assured that we'll be taken to the prepared place. It's very important you are aware of this. I told you before, and, 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 and there's no need for me to lie. If you think about it, it makes no sense. I was driving to the land a few months ago when I went there for the first time at night after we had intercessory prayer, so went in the middle of night to go and pray. And I was getting close and close and close, and then I saw a light. This was in the middle of the night, right above the place. When I was still trying to look for it with the, with the, with the uh, um, you know, Google Maps and all that. Don't take the fact that God prepares a place, don't take it for granted. When you are where God wants you to be, there is ease. Even though there are battles, in the second service we'll talk about the next prepared blessing, which are what? Enemies. Even when there are enemies, because it's the prepared place, you'll be fighting as if you're not even fighting. <laughs> hmm. Prepared blessings. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibukun Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today, I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.